1: If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more
0: interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Russ Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast. It is, of course, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We love those dudes. We love this show and we love this time of year. Steve, the downloads are going up through the roof, skyrocketing. Everybody knows it's NFL time. It's time for you and I to shine once again. Now, we don't make that many official plays, if any, really, in the preseason. We stick primarily with the NFL regular season. But as you detailed last week, there is a lot of opportunity to make Money in August betting preseason games if you're on top of stuff. I, of course, am Ross Tucker, the former NFL offensive lineman. Played for five teams over the course of seven years. Now i got a bunch of gigs. I do television broadcasting for CBS, college, and NFL. I do it on the radio for Westwood One. I've got the Ross Tucker football podcast, 25 minutes or less every day, updating you on what you need to know about what's going on. In the NFL. If you're into fantasy football, we have the Fantasy Feast podcast where we're going over Joe's tiers for each position group. And by the way, Steve can talk to you about this. We're we're having a second best ball contest that you can enter now where the winner gets five hundred dollars. So there's no entry fee, and then the winner gets five hundred dollars. All you have to do is take advantage of any of the sponsors that you hear me mention on this show or any other shows, or the Sponsor tab over at RossTucker.com. So check me out at RossTuckerNFL College Draft. We're two weeks away from making picks against the spread on the College Draft podcast for Week Zero. I'll be calling Hawaii at Vandy Week Zero. Looking forward to that. You can follow us at Ross Tucker Pod. Of course, a lot of people watch the show now on YouTube, YouTube.com. Slash Ross Tucker NFL. The star of the show is the one and only Steve Fezzik at Fezzik Sports, the only two time winner of the super contest out there at the Westgate. And Steve, your text to me when we were talking about what we were going to talk about on this show, your text was, The betting landscape has changed and we need to talk about that. I mean, you've been doing this a long
1: time. Changed since when? Changed what? Changed how? Yeah, so as uh, Dylan once said, the times, they are a-changin'. It used to be people would go ahead and they would look for information from teams, who they're going to play. They'd discover the information from beat writers, from coach press conferences, and they would back teams in the preseason. Basically, they were playing more of their starters and playing more of their good quarterbacks for longer periods of time. And the lines would slowly matriculate and move. And they'd get polished into place before the game started. Things are different, Ross. It's a whole new world out there. Preseason is readily beatable for those doing the work. But um, it's become a scavenger hunt. It's become find the information, ram it, jam it, get the bets in before the huge line moves. And those huge line moves, they don't happen the day of the game or the day before the game. They happen early in the week. We are recording on Tuesday morning, and a whole lot of these moves happened already over the weekend to the point that um, the value in this card has already been decimated by sharps, including my buddy, the hitman at hitman428, a must-follow, who has gotten it in beyond good based upon that information. Okay, so
0: there's, there's a lot to get to here. Why isn't this the way it always was? Like, that doesn't make sense to me, Steve. There always had to be people like Hitman or you or whoever that were ready to pounce when the lines came out, you know, when the, the first lines come out and they pounced and the market changed. I don't really understand why that would be different in 2023 versus... 2018 or even 2022 last year
1: i think a lot of the bigger betting groups recognize that if they were just cool be cool ross don't ruin the market don't don't bet into it wait for all the books to put up the line wait for the limits to go higher and we'll all make more money all right but the problem is is that people aren't being cool anymore so people know if i don't do it someone else is going to do it so it's just become a race to go ahead and take out the number. Let me give you an economics uh, problem. This is a really cool problem. It's going to take one minute to explain it. So you have a class of 25 people, and everyone bids $1 to $100, and the low bidder wins the prize. So if one kid bids $14, the rest of the class bids $25, $35, $48, the $14 bidder wins $14. No one else wins anything. The low bidder wins Guess what? You play the game again. You know what the low bid's going to win? Like three dollars. And by the time you play it the third time, if you want to win, Ross, you got to bid like 50 cents because everyone's going to bid low. The point is value is value. And people are like, who cares about anybody else? I'm going to maximize what I'm going to win. And that's really what has happened in the world. And, and professional sports better Alan Boston has talked about this at college basketball where he's just like, disgusted by how everyone takes out the overnights and takes out the really good value on the card and they just don't wait till game day. And the same thing has happened. As soon as lines come up, there's uh, guys like the uh, Brad powers. They're going to take out the numbers immediately that are off.
0: I'm disgusted Steve. That more people don't go to preseason games with the ridiculous deals you can get on the game time app. I'm a huge fan of the game time app. I check and see what's going on in Hershey, Harrisburg, where I live. I check Baltimore. I check Philly. How about the game I'm calling Saturday night, Steve? The Eagles at the Ravens. The cheapest ticket right now on the game time app, $23. So you can take your family. I mean, Steve, you could take you, your wife, your son, and go there for $69. However... You probably haven't used the Game Time app before because you're behind the times. If you download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code MONEY, you get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. So, again, create an account, redeem code MONEY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So, you're actually taking your child and your spouse to an NFL game for. uh, the three of you. That is incredible. People really need to consider that. Tell me, Steve, about these lines that have already moved for this
1: week, preseason week one. And as I do that, let me add, I'm tired of hearing other experts when they're describing these line moves, Ross, and they're saying, oh, it's obvious this was going to happen, that was going to happen, and the other move was going to happen, and I still like all the favorites. Well, you know what? If it was so obvious, then why the heck didn't you give it to your clients back when it was minus two and a half instead of when it's minus five, such as the Seattle Seahawks? So the first line move, Seattle opened two and a half point favorite up to five. And this is all about, by all accounts, O'Connell, Minnesota doesn't care about preseason. And so um, Seattle will be emphasizing the game more. Having said this, all things being equal, whenever there's a huge line move gun to my head, if I had to play it, I'd fade the line move. Now, I don't need to make a play on these games, so most of them are a pass. But I think, in general, the market tends to run maybe just a little bit more, people taking a little bit too many bites out of the apple based on the information. So
0: I have a question, Steve. If all you did, okay,
1: if you knew,
0: and I know people, you probably told me about these people. If all you did was have a pretty good idea for when lines are going to come out, and then you watch the screens and you see the direction they're going in is this like the stock market where you know like that line you just gave from minus two and a half to five or whatever okay maybe you don't get the minus two and a half but maybe you get the three because you see where it's going and you still got two points of value are there people that win that way? Are there people that play that way? They don't even know any players or teams. They just they just get on, get in on the steam early, so to speak?
1: Spot on. And that's called top-down handicapping, where you can't name a player. You don't know what state or continent any of these teams are in. But you know that all the sharp books have just moved to three, and you can lay two at a slow-moving book. Bang. You go ahead and put it in. Now, top-down is not without its perils. And as an example, I'll fast forward ahead. The Chargers are playing the Rams, two teams that don't care at all about preseason. And the Chargers were favored by one and a half, and one group decide they're going to be clever, and they're going to do what's called head-faking the market. They're going to bet the wrong side, Ross, to try to force this game up to three, make the Chargers the favorite because they really like the Rams. So they bet it up, and it went up to two and a half. But did it go to three? No. Why didn't it go to three? Because other guys knew that the Chargers were going to be playing their starters, some of their starters, excuse me, the Chargers are playing none of their starters and the Rams are playing some of their bad starters. So the Rams actually had the advantage in this game and they just rammed and jammed the Rams when they Rams hit plus two and a half. And now the Rams they're laying three. So uh, you can see the perils of following a move because you could get hit with a false move potentially. And the move in this case was certainly to bet on the Rams catching the points. Wait a minute. That seems awfully risky to try to head fake the market like that. Do people do that a lot? Yes. And reason you have to sometimes because what happens is, is that a book will if, – if you always are getting betting the right side – I'll use Circa as an example. This is my experience with – Jeff. I love Jeff Sherman and the folks over at Circa – and they'd put up their openers on summer football. So I'd bet the XFL, and I would literally lay three, and they'd move it to five. They'd move it two points on one bet that I made, Ross. So every now and then, I'm like, i gotta bet the I got to bet the oppo against them because I can't let them just whack the whole market out on me by me making one bet. So every now and then, I'd play the wrong side against them. Not very often, but enough to keep things honest so that they, my bets – They couldn't be a hundred percent certain that they were indeed what I really liked. Wow. That is awesome. Almost
0: as awesome. Steve as Labatt blue light. It is football season. You think about cold weather coming. You think about the Buffalo bills. I think about drinking Labatt blue light with friends. And how about with listeners last Thursday, I got together with some listeners, had some Labatt blue lights, always enjoy responsibly beer Labatt, USA, Buffalo, New York. Okay, so Steve, tell me tell me more about some of these other preseason week one
1: line moves and, and why they happened. All right, let's go to Friday. Uh, Tampa Bay was the underdog hosting the Steelers. Word came down that Baker Mayfield is going to play, probably only a series, enough to make uh, the, this line flip favorites. And now Tampa's favored by one. Keep in mind, this is normally in the regular season. Who cares if if what team is favored by one? But in the preseason, games land one all the time. Ones and twos are key numbers. So moves through the zero are rather significant. Uh, Green Bay, all the money on the Packers against the Bengals. Packers going to play some starters. Bengals are sitting their starters. Let's stay with Friday. Two more games. Cleveland Browns. Open the underdog. They're up to minus three. Watson's supposed to play two or three series. So uh, Brown's with an early edge in that game. And Denver, Arizona. What's this? Denver opens up two and a half. Uh, Now they're up to five and a half. And another situation where Broncos looking to play starters. Wow. Very, very interesting. What about the
0: Eagles-Ravens game I'm doing where the Ravens have won 23 straight?
1: So this is a fascinating game. This is not an information move. This is a prior history move. So Baltimore obviously um, has one of the greatest preseason win streaks of all time under Harbaugh in preseason. And the Eagles don't care. The Eagles just mailed it in last year. So both teams not supposed to play their starters. The odds maker said, all right. We'll we'll make the Ravens a three-point favorite. The market has said, nope, Ravens win every single preseason game. Eagles don't care, and it's up to six, just based upon past history. Given that, I got to tell you, I lean to your Eagles catching six. Six is a mountain of points in the preseason. Ooh, interesting. Um, Even though the Ravens have that streak. Yes, and if you look back last year, you know, as the streak has continued, there's been some a lot of close calls and a lot of games the Ravens have won that haven't been statistical dominations anymore. So uh, all good things have to come to an end. I get it. People saying, well, you know what? If you keep betting the streak, you know, you keep betting it and you keep winning, and you can only lose once because then the streak ends and you can stop betting it. And those who have been betting it have cashed, you know, They've got undefeated the last four or five years. Yes. By the way,
0: I I can't believe uh, DTR, the the rookie quarterback for the Browns, played that well to hit the over last week, Steve. In the uh, ball that, game. Yeah. I, I I was thinking about you. I, I mean, would, that doesn't happen very often. Second half rookie quarterback. Usually the O lines are so bad at that point that that doesn't happen. It was going to go under until he
1: had, what, two touchdown drives, like in the fourth quarter? I had under 34. I am 0-1 in the preseason. You know, Jetbackers, very disappointed by that performance and very disappointed with the refereeing at the end where what looked to be a pass interference on the goal line was not called. You know, the Jets are an interesting animal because last week, Hall of Fame game, all the money on the Jets, they became the clear favorite and they let betters down. And betters have abandoned the Jets this week against Carolina. You know, this is interesting because the Jets are not supposed to play their starters. Carolina is supposed, supposed to play young. Uh, so Carolina has gone up. They were the underdog. And they went up to as high as a four-point favorite. I don't buy it, Ross. Uh, Sala cares about preseason for the Jets. Jets now catching more than a field goal. I could only look Jets. Um, you, you were texting me
0: about the magic number for preseason week one.
1: Speaking of totals, what is the magic number, Steve, and why? 33 is the magic number. I went back the last couple years, especially last year, and as it turns out, not the Hall of Fame game, but week one, this week in preseason, you cannot set a total at 33 or below. The value is on the over. Um, The defenses can score, even if the offenses are inept. Uh, 33 is such a low number in today's new NFL. And because of that, I got on this good. So I played some overs um, for the games that opened below 33. And we've seen some drastic moves. Like, look at Green Bay since he opened 32 and a half. And it's all the money on the over. It's up to 35. And uh, the Rams opened below 33. They're up to 34. So you're seeing, you know, across the board, Jacksonville, Dallas, open 32 and a half. It's up to thirty-eight Ross, so something to put in your back pocket next year if you see an opener at thirty-three or below look to play over week one preseason.
0: Interesting. So you were saying last week how beatable the preseason is, and and now you're telling me you won't win, though, or people won't win. I don't I don't understand. What you what what
1: are you saying? Because Beatable means that you've got a very a game that you have a very big edge if you're doing it right, but that edge disappears almost immediately. So I'll use my, an example. My friend, the hitman, he's like made all these great bets. All right. If you ask him right now, hitman, who do you like in preseason? He'd be like. I don't know. I guess I lean a little bit, you know, to um, to the Rams catching three. Like, it would all be very um, mar- marginal, the plays that he would make, even though he's got this portfolio that's the greatest portfolio you've ever seen. He's got the Bears pick him. He's got Denver minus two, things like that. He's got Green Bay at pick him. Well, all those lines are gone, Ross. They've all moved so significantly that, yeah, it's going to be easy for him to win because As soon as the information's coming out, he's jumping the gun on everybody and taking it out. But um, it's going to be really hard to win after all these lines move.
0: Okay, well, that doesn't help us, Steve. You know It's Tuesday morning, and this is when we record the Even Money podcast. So give give us a couple that you think are going to win. So
1: I'm going to fade some of these line moves because I think they were too excessive. So I'll give you two plays that I would look to make. I'd bet the Jets plus three and a half against Carolina Um, we saw that the Jets were a bet on team the market felt in preseason last week and now they're a complete bet against I'm not buying it you lose a game you probably should have won in the Hall of Fame game I think it'll be a close game I'll take the Jets plus three and a half and I get it the Chargers don't care at all about preseason well you know what the Rams don't care either and now that this line is up to three and a half in a few spots out there three in most places I'm waiting for a three and a half but I would take three as long as I can get three on the on the uh, the Rams game. I would take either team plus three. So um, absolutely, I'll back the Chargers plus the three.
0: Steve, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I am a huge believer in BetterHelp. Huge believer in people talking with therapists. Being able to talk with somebody about whatever they're going through. You know, I've had dinner with a couple couples recently. Um, one guy was telling me, he was very open on us, that he's going to therapy right now. He's, he's dealing with some stuff professionally. I am so glad that we are at the point in society where people are willing to talk about that, willing to be vulnerable, willing to talk about the fact that they... They use therapy. They go to therapy. It helps them. I know it helps a lot of people. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com even today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help, help.com slash even. Steve, what's the better help that people need to know about for this bet bash in Vegas this week?
1: Yeah, so bet bash is a concept that it's actually a brilliant concept where you talk about mental health, and so often as betters and bookies. You know we're on opposite sides of the counter, and even the betters were competing for the best number. And you know sometimes we're not so nice to each other. Sometimes we don't play so nice, and we get upset with each other. And why can't we all just get along and coexist, especially in a market that is thriving and growing? And that's what Bet Bash is all about. I've never attended before. I since it's here in Vegas, I will be attending. And uh, it's just a coalition of um, you know sharps from both sides of the counter. There is a Sports Betting Hall of Fame, which they did an outstanding job, in my opinion, selecting uh, members of the Sports Betting Hall of Fame, several of whom are deceased. Uh, Billy Walters is going to the Sports Betting Hall of Fame. Well-deserved. The greatest sports bettor in my lifetime that we will ever know. Um, Part of the original computer group and the like. So that's going on all week long down at Circus Sports, which is my favorite of all the sports books. Should be a great time for all those that um, may not even be attending, that are in town. I just want to check it out, um, find a way to navigate through the F1 god-awful traffic on the Strip, and find your way to downtown, which should be a great time at Bet Bash down at Circa.
0: Absolutely love that, Steve. Just like I love our listeners being able to ask you questions. One of my favorite parts of what we do on the show, this one comes from Gianni. Over the past two to three years, I have built machine learning models for the NFL and college football, among other sports, whose outputs I use in my analysis. My friends have started taking notice and want to invest in the model by basically giving me money to manage, and we split the profit. Before I agreed to do so, I just wanted to see if it is even legal. I attempted to do this as it would allow me to grow a legitimate bankroll as quickly as possible. That is from Gianni, Steve.
1: Yeah, so I do not have a law degree, so I really can't comment on legality. But um, my understanding is everything's kosher. If you're if you're partnering up with a group and you want to give different percentages to different people, that is a okay. Especially if you're all residing in the same state, that's what makes it completely clean. And easy, I don't want to have to have to address any issues about people working from different states, crossing state lines to making wagers and the like. Um, but um, this is this is very normal. And I can tell you, you know, that, um, you know, here in Nevada all the time. I mean, I'll, I'll work together with with another guy and um, I'll recommend bets for him to make. And we'll just split the bets 50 50. So I do that with my friend, you know, Bill, the crack man oftentimes. Um, when he's in Nevada, to go ahead and place bets in Nevada when he's at a book, maybe a book that doesn't like me very much. So very um, very common practice, yes.
0: Absolutely awesome, awesome show, Steve. Love the information. Love when we get listeners like that. Please take advantage of any of the sponsors. You heard a bunch on today's show, whether it's BetterHelp or Game Time or Labatt or DraftKings. Send me an email, ross at com. And you can get to the top of the list to ask Steve a question. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.